No, I do not smoke cigarettes. Um, I was ripping some fucking darts. Yeah, ripping ripping some darts, buddy. (laughs) Ripping some dats at the back. No, I think everyone in America has a cold right now. Yeah, everybody's like, oh my God, you have COVID? I'm like, well, I already had it and I've been vaccinated. So statistics are on my side. Yeah. I, um, oh geez, both my roommates, Jill was sick like last week and then Caleb got sick on like Tuesday. You're just like, I was the last, I was like, oh freak, I'm the last domino to fall. (laughs) And then of course on Thursday, I'm like, I feel, but honestly, I, I'm not, I don't feel as sick as they sounded. I just had a bit of a sore throat. So I've just been pumping horse dewormer through me. Oh dude. Yeah. The ivermectin works really well. I'm <laughs> Joe Rogan, <laughs> and I'm. Not, he's like, oh, I'm just taking like the basic, over the counter medicine. He's taking like ivermectin and all this other shit. <laughs> like nobody takes I- ivermectin, Joe. Yeah, dude, COVID wasn't that bad for me. Yeah, because you took a whole pharmacy worth of drugs. Yeah, that's so funny. When I had COVID, that shit was awful. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine it was. I'm glad I, was, I never had it. <laughs> you haven't had it yet. Ah, uh, facts. Dude, <laughs> speaking of COVID, we're going to piss some people off with this joke, but I don't really care because it's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. Um, <clears throat> I saw a meme. Um, it was like a tweet that like someone had just screenshotted and put on Instagram. It's like, the people who are doing their own research about the vaccine are the same people who got their science tests passed back to them face down in middle school and high school. Got them. Got them. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I'm honestly just over the whole COVID crap. Yeah, America's just like, yeah, our numbers are as bad as they were when it started, but we don't really give a shit anymore. <laughs> are they? Dude, yeah. Oh wow, I didn't even know that. I that's how much I expl- just... it's exploding. I think. I mean, I don't. I'm not trying to spread false information, but I'm pretty sure our numbers I, are just blowing up. I haven't been paying attention at all. If that shows, I so I don't think anybody's been paying attention. Yeah, dude. Oh, that was 2020. Yeah, no, we're shooting back up again. Because well, Tom Segura made a joke about it when he was here. He's like. Cause like we all had masks on and stuff and he's like, Hey, you know, like remember when we thought we had figured COVID out and then we didn't, and it was as bad as it was at the beginning. And here we are again. (laughs) Oh my God. I actually didn't even know that. I mean, I guess, so this is a, and I think I talked about this in the last one too. I've never been this checked out with media ever. Like I just really do not care at all about it. So, I mean, I'm I'm sending you a snippet of what I just found on Google from the New York Times. I saw that. um, Oh, I don't know where I saw this now, but it was like, no surprise, the United States um, media ranks last in like um, citizens trusting them. So like saying that like the United States citizens trust their media the least compared to every other country in the world. I'm like, wow, no surprise there. Well, someone said, um, my buddy was like, yeah, if you really want true news about the United States, you have to like go to a different country. country. Was it Mm -hmm. you saying that? Yeah, I think I, I, they were saying that on no Joe Rogan, Tom Segura. He said that's right. Yeah. He was saying, if you want to get like actual news, you have to like 
get it from like the UK talking about the United States or something yeah, that's like why that. I, yeah, I follow BBC just so I can like figure out what's actually going on in America. Oh, damn, or Wisconsin. Rap. Look at Wisconsin. We're just popping mm-hmm. off. Hey, yeah, you guys are on the rise up again. We're just popping off out here. Damn. Bummer. I don't know. I don't even feel like looking at Minnesota. I don't really care. I don't really do a whole lot to begin with. I mean, what did I do yesterday? I don't know what I did. Oh, I watched Tron yesterday. Legacy? Yeah. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. I love it. I finished up uh, Legend of Korra. I'm rewatching Avatar The Last Airbender with my roommates. That's a great show. You should watch it because I want to talk about it on here. I know. I got to I gotta jump back in. I'm like halfway through book one from like a year ago. Book one is my least favorite out of the three. That's what I've heard from everybody. Dude, book two, like you get to a point in book two and you're like, holy shit, this is a really good show. I like realized season- how many I realized how many cartoons I watched. <laughs> yeah, like the only shows that I'm like really excited for, are like cartoons at this point. <laughs> Outside of the Star Wars shows, I'm like in the Marvel shows, I'm like, I don't care about other TV. <laughs> I realized like this past year I've watched so many cartoons. I watched all three seasons of Young Justice with Caleb. I watched like so much of Clone Wars, so much of Bad Batch. I watched all of Avatar The Last Airbender. I just finished up Legend of Korra. I'm like, oh my god, I'm watching so many cartoons. Yeah. Um, there's, um, did you hear that, like, Young Justice, the guy who's do the showrunner for it's like, yeah, I'm gonna try to make as many seasons as they let me. I think they're, I think they're gonna have, like, at least five. I think that, honestly, they might be done after this season, though. I don't think they can go for much longer. I don't, maybe they can, but I mean, obviously it's building towards like the fight between dark side and Vandal Savage. Yeah. Where it's like Vandal Savage is trying to prepare the human race for evolution. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I mean, it comes out in like a month, so Um, I don't know about that. Well, I, you said you you claimed you heard contradicting news, but I never found that news source. So, yeah, next month is going to be a busy month, though. James Venom comes out. James Bond comes out. Curb Your Enthusiasm comes out. Young Justice, maybe. We don't know. Dune comes out. Um, There's another thing, too, that comes out next month as well. Um, Bond? Possibly. That movie's never coming out. No, yeah, Bond is coming out next month. I said Bond. I don't know. So much. Oh, should we talk about... Oh, yeah. We should talk about it. Uh, the news you sent me? Nah, about what Daniel Craig said. Oh, yeah, because it's a misinterpreted quote. Yeah, it's, again, back to news media not doing their job. <laughs> yeah, so do you want to... Here, you can, you can talk. You can start it if you want. Yeah, I need. I want to. I don't want to misquote anything. So I actually want to. Daniel Craig, female James Bond. I don't want to misquote like what people are saying. But um. All right. So here it is. This is what news media is saying. They're quoting and headlining their article saying, "Daniel Craig says James Bond can't be a woman," which is completely taken out of context. Because what did he actually say? 
So the full quote is, the answer to that is very simple. There should simply be better parts for women and actors of color. Why should a woman play James Bond when there should be a part just as good as James Bond, but for a woman? He's a male character. He was written as a male, and I think he'll probably stay male. And that's fine. We don't have to turn all male characters into women. Let's create more female characters and make the story fit those female characters. Goddamn, Daniel Craig for the people. I don't get like again. There's nothing wrong with. Uh, yeah, I know. I yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, there's nothing wrong with putting females in male roles, but like, you're not gonna like. They're always gonna be compared to that male character. Then, like, they're never gonna be able to grow out of that shadow because you're gonna have all these Reddit incel dudes being like, oh, "This is actually the real James Bond. This is just a woman James Bond." It, it, like the character. I mean, when he was written back in like the seventies or whatever, he was obviously written as like a male character, like a male lead. Sean so, I Connery. Mean, yeah. It, well, so that's the thing. It's just like you can create your own female type of James Bond character, but like again, just I, I don't. You don't. To me, that seems just very disrespectful, and it's like not in the sense where it's like, oh, they're piggyback piggybacking off of like the male characters but it's like that's just disrespectful to the women because then like you're only casting a female character because of their the male character success like had so much success now you're trying to change it and make a female character why don't you pioneer a new character and make her a household name so it's like jana bond or something and like not james bond and like you make a, a separate character it's Someone like taking different. It's like taking Luke Skywalker and making him a woman, even though we already had Leia Organa. Yeah, exactly. Like make a separate character and make them their own badass. Don't like, I don't, I don't get why they're doing that. And it just, I love that people are like, Oh, Daniel Craig is sexist. He doesn't think James Bond should be a woman. He's like, no, Daniel Craig is saying that there should be a specific female character who is, paying homage and is like directly taking inspiration from james bond but she's her own she can stand on her own two legs and it's her her own strong independent woman Mm -hmm. i just i love that people love blowing articles out of proportion i we always come people think we're joking when we say rap is like the one of the most unbiased news sources but like when they posted this and they're like what do y'all think about this they just said daniel craig said da 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 what do you mm-hmm. think about this? CNN would be like, I can't believe what Daniel Craig just said. Can you believe he said that? And then Fox News would be like, oh, he's right. Yeah, I have no idea. Just, I, I'm just so over it. I'm reading like the different headline articles. And one of them is like, I agree with Daniel Craig. We don't need a female James Bond. And it's probably the article probably goes into why. There needs to be more like female leads, but then there's Daniel Craig is missing the bigger point about a female James Bond. Whatever. I do not care. Yeah. It's so frustrating where it's like, Jesus, stop making, stop taking things out of context. Yeah. I mean, people, it's literally doing that just to drive views and like make money. Mm -hmm. That's all anything is nowadays. It's all in the clicks. Unless you're us where we just, ramble don't run ads and we're running ads now we're making money we just hit over 700 plays total plays really yep all 35 episodes in 
Yeah. Catch us on the catch us on the flip side, bitches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna look I'm gonna look this up. I'm gonna take a look at our podcast page. Um well, let's, let's look at this. Let's see what our average. What do you, what is our estimated audience? Actually, let me guess like what tw- it is. No, I think no, it's no, like twelve. I was gonna say. I want to say it's somewhere around thirteen. Oh my god, it's thirteen. Yes, yeah, so we're between like ten and fifteen. Shout out to you guys. Thank you. Thank you to the one thirteen. Of bu- <clears throat> one of my buddies, um, from one of my classes, I was like doing homework outside of engineering hall one day, like with a friend. We were like working on a rocket propulsion homework, and he walks up and we were talking. He's like, hey, I've been listening to the podcast. What was going on? I'm like, really? You listen to this? He's like, yeah, I like it. I'm like, hell yeah. Shout out Kevin. Hell yeah, brother. Um, so yeah, maybe he'll listen to this. Thanks, Kevin. Love you, bro. Um thanks, thanks dog. Thanks, dog. Um, speaking of people in the headlines making controversial statements, you want to talk about Marsha Lucas? Is her name Marsha? Did you I just could- send this to me? No. Who's Marsha Lucas? The editor of the original trilogy. You sent it to me. Oh, oh, oh yeah. We did want to talk about. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Marsha. Okay. I just had to make sure. Yeah. George Lucas's like ex-wife or whatever. Um, She's here. I got uh, from IndieWire. I'm looking at it on IndieWire right now. I forgot. Yeah. Okay. This was early. The, earlier this week. Marcia. I think it's Marcia. <clears throat> Maybe. Hey, it's Marsha. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. M A R C I A. I typed in Marsha like Marsh. Like the like a bog. Yeah. M A R S M A R S. M A R S A. That's the way I spelled it. It's my favorite. That's my favorite letter in the alphabet is Ash. Okay. Um Here's I have the quote right here. Yeah, so why don't you say it? All right, so this is some guy tweeted this, and this is what um, Marsha Lucas says. I like Kathleen. I always liked her. She was full of beans. She was really smart and really bright, really wonderful woman, and I liked her husband, Frank. I liked them a lot. All right, I want to pause and say this right now. This sounds exactly like how Donald Trump speaks. (laughs) Frank. (laughs) Um, I like them a lot. Now that she's running Lucasfilm and making movies, it seems to me that Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams don't have a clue about Star Wars. They don't get it. And J.J. Abrams is writing these stories. When I saw that movie where they killed Han Solo, I was furious. I was furious when they killed Han Solo. Absolutely, positively, there's no rhyme or reason to it. I thought, you don't get the Jedi story. You don't get the magic of Star Wars. You're getting rid of Han Solo. And at the end of the last one, The Last Jedi... They have Luke disintegrate. They killed Han Solo. They killed Luke Skywalker. And they don't have Princess Leia anymore. They're spitting out movies every year. And they think it's important to appeal to a woman's audience. So now their main character is a female who's supposed to have Jedi powers, but we don't know how she got Jedi powers or who she is. It sucks. The storylines are terrible. Just terrible. Awful. You can quote me. J.J. Abrams, Kathy Kennedy. Talk to me. Now, okay. Now she went on to say that... She got done editing um, The Phantom Menace. And when she saw it, she walked out to the parking lot and cried. She bawled her eyes out. So, like, she hasn't been pleased with any of the movies since the originals. I want to get this out of the way. Yeah. Um, There's a lot to dissect here. Yeah. I disagree with parts of it, though. 
Yeah, I disagree with the whole killing Han Solo. There's no rhyme or reason. I completely I mean, disagree. She doesn't understand Kylo Ren's story at all. Then. Yeah. When I read that, I'm like, okay, you don't get then the point of why Kylo Ren killed Han Solo. Like, I think Han Solo did have to die in... I mean, okay, yeah, he didn't get his reunion moment with Luke Skywalker on screen. Okay, you can be upset about that. Fine. I can get why maybe some people from like the 70s are like, ah... They never got back together. The original three. Okay, whatever. But I mean, it makes sense. You can't. They're new characters. The sequels were based off of new characters. Like the original three had their story and no one. It's this always happens with sequels to something that was great. Nobody ever likes the follow up characters. It seems they're like, this just isn't the same. They're not Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Princess Leia. And it's like, well, then okay. no, they could because they're not them. Exactly. So I, I disagree with you. And they don't, when I saw the movie where they kill Han Solo, I was furious, furious when they killed Han Solo. Yeah, that is. Yeah. I, and she says, and I thought you don't get the, the Jedi story. You don't get the magic of Star Wars. You're getting rid of Han Solo. Okay. Well, I mean like the magic of Star Wars isn't, Han Solo. To, it isn't tied to Han Solo, and neither is the Jedi story. Honestly, I think they did Han Solo very, very well in The Force Awakens because where he's like passing on that legend and like saying in episode four, he's like, ah, hokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster. And then in episode seven, he's like, it's yeah, true. It's, all, it's true. All of all that of is it. true. So oh, I. I, I don't I don't think she really knows what she's talking about when it comes to that. Yeah, when she gets onto parts with like the last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker. I can't disagree with her there, but I can't yeah. agree with her either. Yeah, it's <sighs> because I think you don't get the Jedi story. I think they do get the Jedi story though, because the Jedi story, Luke's story in the Last Jedi, is a very good story. It's a very Jedi story. It is so like. And again, you and I have always said our frustrations with The Last Jedi do not hinge on Luke Skywalker. They hinge on other parts of the movie. Now, Luke Skywalker does things in the movie where we're like, okay, maybe you should have done this a little, maybe you should have done things a little differently. But like, my main frustration with the movie is not Luke Skywalker, like, not wanting to train Rey and being in hiding. Yeah. she just came out shooting at the hip with this she did and i mean honestly she can kind of she can kind of just freak out of here because i mean what has she done for star wars in the last 10 years all right okay 10 years i was like okay but to be fair to her the original star wars movie would not like star wars would not be what it is without marsha lucas because people don't know this i'm sure most of our audience the people who listen like mom and dad do not know this. And like, um, are there like casual friends who listen to this? The original star Wars movie was a complete and utter disaster when they had finished filming, like their edits, like their first few like screenings, it was awful. Nobody knew what was going on. It was way too long. Nothing made sense. And George had talked to his wife, Marsha. He's like, she was, I think she was editing Jurassic park at the time. I could be wrong. She was editing another movie at the time. I don't know off the top of my head. I'm not going to Google it right now, 
but um and he's like can you work on this and can you help me with this and she put everything together so we the only the reason we have star wars the way it is right now is because of marsha lucas so just would like to give her credit for that but yeah i haven't heard anything about marsha lucas in the last 10 years so yeah i was gonna say okay and no a new hope she did a new hope did she do do we know if she did empire strikes back I don't know. I can take a look. Because yeah, she fixed the first one, which sort of sparked then the rest of the franchise. But she can't sit here and just get all angry at everything else when she hasn't contributed any content. Like, George Lucas has been seen on the set of The Mandalorian. There have been a lot of rumors going around where like, the creators of like the Disney plus shows have reached out to him and they want his feedback on like specific things. He's he's worked with Dave Filoni. He's given him feedback and notes on the final season of star Wars, the clone wars. I wouldn't be surprised if he did with bad batch either where he's like, okay, look, this is where you need to fix some things. And this is where you don't, I wouldn't be Uh, surprised if he did that. Fair enough. I have, I pulled up her um, filmography. So, do you know she was a supervising editor on Taxi Driver? Well, that's why the movie sucks. Dude, that movie does not suck. Yes, it does. That movie oh, is does the most not. Overrated. It's like one of the most overrated movies of all time, and I stand by that. I enjoyed that movie. I thought it was very interesting. I um, did enjoy. I don't think there was a part of the movie that I enjoyed. I was bored the whole time, and I was like, this is such a different Oh, that's off topic. Taxi driver, in my opinion, is boring. I I understand why you think it's boring. It's, I don't know. It's one of those movies where I've seen it once and I probably won't ever see it again. Dude, there's a big ass fucking spider. It's a daddy long legs, but. Did you know the daddy long legs? It's the most poisonous spider ever, but its teeth are so small it can't bite you. What? No, that's what kids would say on the playground because they're stupid. But, okay, so she, okay. I'm back to Marsha Lucas. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Um, she was a credited editor for the original Star Wars. She was an uncredited editor for The Empire Strikes Back, and she was a credited editor for The Return of the Jedi. That was a lot of D's. Hey, pay attention to me, not your spider. I am. I'm eating. I can hear that. So she was, she did edit. She won an Academy Award for Best Film Editing in Star in the original Star Wars movie. Hmm. I just want to take a look at who Paul Hirsch edited is the credited editor for Empire. Yes. Hmm. Well, that is the best one. Ooh, Paul Hirsch must be the greatest editor of all time. He must be. I Okay, I just don't think. I mean, everyone can have their opinion on it. And he yeah, also she, he helped her. They, I think they both work together. Like this is like a co-editing crew. Sorry. Okay. Well, no, she can, she can come out swinging and saying this. Like this is fine. Everyone has their own opinion about it. That's, that's cool. But I mean, her sitting here and saying the storylines are terrible, just terrible, awful. Okay, 
that's not true. Kylo Ren's story is not awful. He has a very good character arc, I think. Yeah. Um, I think it's annoying, though, because she's getting all the spotlight because she was married to George Lucas. They're not married anymore, correct? No, mm-hmm. definitely not. And this is the thing. I'm just like, okay, you haven't contributed anything to like, are, are you just one of those people, like the small percentile where it's like, Star Wars should have ended back in the 80s after Return of the Jedi came out. It's like, okay, yeah, shut up. You can freak out of here. Um, I just think it's dumb, though, because she hasn't. I, I don't know. I think there's still Disney is still coming out with some good Star Wars stories. The Mandalorian is really good. Mm-hmm. Solo is pretty good. Solo gets way too much hate. It does. Rogue One was, I mean, yeah. You can have your problems with Rogue One, but I mean, like, for what it was in being the first non-Jedi Star Wars movie, it's oh, pretty dude. good. Rogue One is a lot of people's favorite Disney-era Star Wars movie. I know, which, I mean, it's a good movie. I really like Rogue One. But, I mean, if I'm looking for, like, Star Wars lore and content, I mean, I'm not going to find it in Rogue One. <laughs> kind of could. Jedha's pretty cool. I'm re- I really want to see Jedha on the live screen back in, like, the High Republic era. Yeah, it's possible. They need to start doing live action High Republic. <laughs> yeah, dude, this I like I have not had a chance to sit down and finish The Rising Storm yet, but I'm just like, dude, just make a movie already. Yeah, that annoys me that they just because I, I I like Avar Chris. So I want to see her on screen. I love Elzard, man. I wish I was him. But um, I don't know. Marsha Lucas. And she's like, you can quote me. J.J. Abrams, Kathy Kennedy, talk to me. I don't think J.J. Abrams. I don't think he has any interest in being a part of Star Wars anymore. So that's kind of a bummer because most of the people who've worked on Star Wars under the Disney regime have like no interest in working on it again, unless like their fans are freaking awful. Yeah, like the people who worked on the movies, like none of them want anything to do with it anymore. Mm Hmm. Oh no, Ryan Johnson. Yeah, he said he wanted to do an episode of The Mandalorian, which. I would, let I would be open. That. I would let him do it too. I would I, let him come back to Star Wars. I really would. You let's see. This is the issue when they don't have oversight over stuff like this, like something that important. You need to have a Dave Filoni piloting that ship, making sure everybody's doing their job. They didn't do that with Ryan Johnson. He, of course, he's going to do whatever the hell he wants because he's Ryan Johnson. If you've seen Looper, if you've seen Knives Out, He's not going to play by your rule set. He's going to make up his own, and he's gonna, that's what he's going to do because it is his movie. If you put him in The Mandalorian and have Dave Filoni guide him, I think Ryan Johnson could produce some of the best Star Wars content ever because you and I both thought Episode Eight was going to be the greatest Star Wars episode of all time. And then... Um, yeah, I just want to say... I just want to say something real quick. Okay. For anyone out there... Who thinks that Ryan Johnson shouldn't direct an episode of The Mandalorian? I just have one episode to say to you. Ozymandias. It's the highest rated episode of Breaking Bad. It is regarded as one of the greatest episodes of Breaking Bad ever made, and he directed it. Isn't it like one of the greatest episodes of TV? Like It is, it is widely regarded as like the best episode of television, live action television to ever make it on. And he also I, I did, he also it. did he also did direct one of the worst episodes too. But but <laughs> hey 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 hey! <laughs> if you sometimes you take big swings and sometimes you have big misses. Mm-hmm. 
But that being said, though, I mean, you don't you don't just direct like one of the best episodes of television and not know what you're doing. So I think he I do think with the proper oversight and with like the proper guidance, he could make a very, very well written episode of The Mandalorian or whatever else. I mean, God, his trilogy is probably in the fucking can. So, yeah, there's no way that thing's ever going to get made. Which is unfortunate because I think it could be good if it's just like its own story. As long as they don't have that stupid Marvel humor. It, that's That was one of my bigger complaints is that dumb humor. But I mean, the Star Wars fandom is just so toxic where you can quote me J.J. Abrams. Okay, well, J.J. Abrams probably doesn't care. He's probably focused on his next project, which will be completely unrelated to Star Wars. Yeah, it's about Superman. Mm-hmm. Who knows if he's even going to do that, though? Honestly, because yeah. I mean, shit, DC fans are pretty toxic, too. Yeah, we're really having an arms race on who's the most toxic fandom. I think Star Wars takes that. It's like yeah, not even close. After, after the way they like treated Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah. After the way they treated Hayden Christensen. And Jake Lloyd. Oh. Mm-hmm. The entire that prequel did. cast. That po- Dude, I feel so bad for Jake Lloyd. I feel bad for the whole prequel. I feel bad for like any actor in Star Wars who like. Yeah, but they like legitimately have a good- ruined his life. No, I know they did. <laughs> They're like legitimately. I know. I've seen life. the pictures of him. <laughs> he went to jail for Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's unfortunate. But I mean, when I, and I say this all the time, the farther you get from the Skywalker storyline and the more like original stories you create, the better the Star Wars content is, in my opinion. I'm looking up Jake Lloyd right now. Maybe he's okay. Um, oh god. Let's I see. just yeah. Oh. Have you found anything? Oh, uh, <laughs> dude. Uh so in January 2020 his family his family issued a statement saying he has moved closer to his family and has officially been diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. Uh that poor dude. Okay. We don't need to sit here and Sorry, Talk I feel like about Dr- Jake Lloyd. Okay, we, I, I we feel know like the, mom the fandom's been toxic. We can move feel, on now. Yeah, I feel like mom bringing down the room. Yeah, good, good job. Okay, anyways, um, did you see what if this week? No, it sucked. We don't need to talk about it either. So Ugh, it was so fucking bad. I was so mad the whole time. Well, instead of watching what if, I wanted to watch the new Star Wars show. Which I want to talk about now. All right, because I'm I'm bummed that you don't like some of it. So the first episode, the duel, we can talk about that one though. I enjoyed that one. That one was, I mean, that one was the best one. I think. All right. I haven't seen the entire show yet, so I'm got all the way up to episode five. Um. Star Wars Visions is just like little one-off episodes, though. They're like between 15 and 25 minutes long, 30 minutes long of just like little Star Wars anime stories that are just completely original and they stand on their own. They don't you don't need to have seen any other Star Wars content. Like if you want to watch episode three, 
you don't have to have seen the first two episodes of Star Wars Visions. You can just watch any episode and get into it. Um, but the first episode is called The Duel. And long story short, it's there's a village and there's some badass dude who's in the, that happens to be in the village. And while the village is getting invaded by these raiders and a Sith, he just ends up protecting them. And we find out that this protector actually ends up being a Sith as well. It's a very mm. simple story, but it the way that they execute it and the way that the art style of that episode is fantastic. Yeah, it feels like an old Japanese movie. It's the so fun. Film. I mean, when he like... Pu- and again, I loved. I it just felt so creative to me. Like the when, um, when the Sith um came out of that transport, and she had like her umbrella lightsaber, and it was actually just like an extension where it just like it broke the kyber crystal blades into like just oh, like a wide umbrella. I was like, okay, this yeah. is actually that make it's not just like a lightsaber umbrella. And she took it off, and then it was an actual saber. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it was pretty good. I was a big fan of that episode. I like that episode was like a 10 out of 10 for me. I was like, this is sick. I really, really like this episode. I'd give it an eight. I loved it. The second episode, you haven't seen the second and third episode. Second episode is just like a quirky, funny episode. Boba Fett's in it, but it's just like, eh. it's just a goofy one. The third one, Caleb had said that the third one at the time, he had only seen the first two episodes. He's like, the third one is my favorite. I did not think that. I thought the third one was a little over the top and cliche. But so now you have seen the fourth one then, correct? Yeah, which one is that? That's the... The, the Village Bride. Yeah, that one, I liked that one. I really liked The Village Bride. I liked The Village Bride. I think my ranking of what I've seen, it's the first one, the fourth one, and then the fifth one. Because those are the only three you've seen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I got progressively more disappointed. Which bums me out, actually, because, I mean, I've been reading everything that I've read on, like, comment sections and reviews for the show. It's all been positive. Like, I've heard everyone be like, I love this show, actually. Like, I've heard a lot of people who were like, I thought this was going to be bad, but it's actually not as bad as I was thinking it was going to be. I told you, I I messaged this is this show is exactly what I thought it was going to be. It's stuff that is good Star Wars content. For other people, because a lot of it just doesn't land with me. Um, I thought the fourth one was very good. I enjoyed that one. I, I really enjoyed that one. It was funny. The beginning of the episode is so calm. I was watching with Brett because Brett likes anime. So he's sitting there. We're watching it and Brett's like, oh, I'm feeling very Zen watching this right now. <laughs> um, But like, I don't know. Anime is not really my gig. So it's. I, I, I like some of it, but like a lot of it's just like I thought the fifth episode was super cliche. It's like the girl's dad might have died. Oh, oh, there are people we've been called to this station. Are we going to trust this guy or not? Ah, oh, we're all bad, actually. Ah, I'm like, OK, cool. The Village Bride, I really like because it's like shows like this girl coming out to defend this village. It's similar to the first episode, but like this girl's a Jedi. Um. I don't know. The fir- the fourth one is more of like a character follow and like you follow the yeah. story through like the eyes of like specific characters and you're like watching these events unfold and you're curious like how it's going to end up. 
Yeah, I just felt like the fifth episode was just some like <laughs> episode of this like random anime TV show that people like, watch. Again, and I've there's only one episode where I've gotten like major anime anime air quotes vibes. Like the show just feels like another cartoon to me when I watch it. Anime is uh, <laughs> it gets such a when someone says anime, they're like, "Uh, you anime." It's just anime is just a term for Japanese cartoon. Like that's literally all it is. Is like the style of cartoon that they make it. So I think that's why a lot of people are like, "Ew, anime!" But you didn't like the fifth one. I love the fifth one is my favorite one. It's like I, I really I'd have to watch it again, but I really loved it because the first time watching it, there was a couple like Star Wars things that happened in it where I just thought it was interesting for story wise. First off, I thought it was cool that the Kyber Crystal chose like it it chose its way mm-hmm. through the force for like what color would actually end up being for them. It wasn't just like, oh, you get a red Kyber Crystal, you get a green Kyber Crystal. It's like your Kyber Crystal is transparent and it'll choose the color based on like your actions to the force. Well, Kyber Crystals aren't red. Kyber, you have to bleed a Kyber Crystal for it to be red. Okay. Whatever. I'm just letting you know. Anyways, the fifth one is like more of like a mystery though because it's called that one's the Ninth Jedi, and I love I loved it. I really, I really, really enjoyed it. I liked watching the daughter like escape on the speed racer, and she's fighting the uh, the bounty hunters or whatever on the ice. Um, I I just was just a big fan of it. I liked the mystery behind who uh was is his name the Mulgrave. I like the mystery behind that, and when everyone finally got their lightsabers, they all turned. I didn't expect them to turn red, so they all turned them on and they turned red. I was like, "Oh no!" I thought that was a really spoilers. Sorry, should have said that earlier. But I just, I really enjoyed the story of the fifth one. I thought the action was very cool in it, and then where the Mallgrave actually comes out of that robot, I was like, "Oh, this is not going the way I expected it," but. I was a big fan of the fifth one. I thought it had a lot of the key like Star Wars that just makes it an enjoyable story. And it bums me out to hear that you didn't like it. Hey guys. So funny story. Um, Our recording platform crashed. Well, it stopped recording my audio. So... Will and I continue to record for a thought like 15 more minutes after what you just heard and how you were abruptly stopped and now you're just hearing me. We continued recording for another 15 minutes and we went back to edit the audio. I realized all we could hear was his voice and you guys were missing out on my raspy ass voice. So, <clears throat> hello. Um, yeah, it was just a quick way to wrap up the podcast. Sorry. Sorry about that. We didn't anticipate that happening um we'll be back uh this is probably going to be uploaded late this is i'm I'm doing this on a monday we recorded on saturday yeah saturday um we're hoping to have it up this weekend um so sorry about that but um yeah we got more content coming uh it's kind of hard getting everything to get being able to meet together and get the stuff or and film this stuff because uh i record 
just due to how busy school's been and Will's got work as well on top of school. So it's been pretty busy, but we're having a lot of fun doing it and we really enjoy doing it. And it's honestly like the highlights of our week most of the time. <clears throat> but yeah, so uh, thanks for you guys bearing with us through our technical difficulties. Um, so if you want to see a topic covered on the podcast, if you don't want to just hear Will and I talk about headlines we found from Rap TV on Instagram, um, email us at legionairepodcast at gmail.com or you can DM, DM us on Instagram at legionairepod. And this is where Will tells me to send it away, so I'll just send it away myself. We are Legion. Legion.